I am professional wrestler Chris Rex, and if you're hearing my voice, that means you're listening to the Bear of Texas podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of Cowboys Talk, the Dallas Cowboys discussion segment of the Bear of Texas podcast. I am the host, the Bear of Texas, and it is time to preview this Thursday's game between the Dallas Cowboys and the New Orleans Saints. Well, I'm sure that everybody at this point knows that I've uh, really given up, in a sense. I'm basically at the point where I ain't getting my hopes up for anything because the Dallas Cowboys a few weeks ago had a record to where it looked as though they would be in for a good season. But the last four weeks have been absolutely horrendous, atrocious, However you want to describe it, because the bottom line is, the Cowboys have been awful. Absolutely awful. Going from 6-1 to 7-4 is heartbreaking, and quite frankly, it's flat-out humiliating. And we can blame the refs all we want, but you know what? What what, what good is that going to do? It's not going to help the damn cause. I mean, I get it. (laughs) Officiating nowadays is pretty pathetic. And that's not just in football, folks. That goes to soccer, basketball, hockey, you know. Yeah, (laughs) you get the point. Officiating in sports has really become pretty repulsive, repugnant, disgraceful, and most of all, as Wiley, a.k.a. the Venomous Stare, would love to say, fraud, fraud, fraud. Well, speaking of the Cowboys, that's kind of what they've been lately, right? Fraud. <laughs> now, this Thursday, if things had not only already been worse, well, it already got worse this week because this Thursday, the Cowboys will be without Mike McCarthy along with several other coaches being out because they're on the COVID-19 protocol. And it was, I think it was discovered yesterday or it might have been this morning, but pretty, it, was, it was sometime... Uh, and it, it was not very long ago. It was just, you know, within a 25-hour span. It was announced that right tackle Terrence Steele would also be on the COVID protocol, meaning he'll miss this Thursday. And Amari Cooper, who has missed the last two games, it is still unclear if he's going to play this week because he has not practiced on Monday. He didn't practice today, although they say there's a chance he might practice Wednesday. And if he doesn't, Mike McCarthy said that Amari Cooper will miss his third straight game. God damn it, man. And, it's, you know, I, I'm already, you know what, I'm already at the point, as far as Amari Cooper goes, I'm already convinced he's not playing this Thursday, because from what I'm told is, he says he was, quote, not feeling the best, that he was still coughing, which is a a symptom of COVID, so, he's been in the building, I, I guess, but you know what, if he's not practicing tomorrow, it's the end of it for this week, and quite frankly, I don't think he's gonna practice, if I'm wrong, then fine, but you know what, I'm just, I don't want any optimism, I want guarantees, okay? Now, as far as CeeDee Lamb goes, there's been nothing bad hearing about him lately. Uh, the health of Zeke Elliott is still in factor. And and speaking of Zeke Elliott, I'd like to know if he's been practicing on it all this week. And as a matter of fact, my phone got a notification that Jerry Jones said that this week, Ezekiel Elliott will get basically, quote, here, let me, I, I, let me pull up right now. Jerry Jones expects Zeke Elliott to carry, quote, a serious load, unquote, during the game. 
Zeke Elliott did say that if the Cowboys ask him to take the week off to rest, to not play, he would gladly do it. Now, everybody knows I'm obviously not a huge fan of Zeke Elliott because ever, ever since he's been paid, we have really not gotten the results that we've wanted from Mr. Zeke Elliott since then. Now, of course, obviously, Wiley, a.k.a. the Venomous Stare, basically lost his religion with Zeke Elliott. You know, still believes that Zeke Elliott overall is a quitter. But keep in mind, folks, that that's merely... That's Venomous Stare's uh, point of view, and he's entitled He's entitled to his opinion, and, you know, that, that's all I can say. And, you know, <laughs> all I can say is, well, if Zeke wants to prove Wiley wrong, then, you know what, it's up to Zeke to do it. But and the bottom line is right now, if, if Zeke is hurt, then he might as well just sit out. And quite frankly, I am really at the point where Tony Pollard has been getting held back. And that's absolutely pathetic because la the la next year, next year is the last time, is the last year we're going to have Tony Pollard. Believe me, folks. Believe me, Tony Pollard is going to get his payday and it's not going to be with the Dallas Cowboys, which breaks my heart. The Cowboys have several free agents coming, uh, coming up this season that we need to resign and one of them is Randy Gregory. Okay, and we already have to start thinking of paying C.D. Lamb to start things off when it comes to re-signing re players. C.D. Lamb needs to be the top priority, and eventually Micah Parsons. Although Micah Parsons is only a rookie, but for now, so far, Micah Parsons is proving himself to be a valuable asset to the Dallas Cowboys, and Micah Parsons is impressive. And I'm sure Trayvon Diggs is definitely the guy we're going to have to sign too, but we have to worry about that in, in a few years from now. As I've said last week, the problems with the Cowboys are the following. Mediocre offensive line. De a dead running game. A passing game that it, it, that is inconsistent. And to s clarify that, because apparently, you know, some people really do not understand, it's Dak Prescott overthrowing and underthrowing. Under That's on his part of the inconsistency. And on the other part is when the wide right receivers just cannot catch the damn ball. That overall is inconsistency on the passing game. Okay, and another thing, the injuries. Okay, and another thing, and this is the part that really wanna, makes me pretty fucking mad, is the goddamn penalties. Okay, the fucking penalties and the injuries as well. I mean, like I said, it, 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 if we thought it was already worse, goddammit, it, it just gets worse by the fucking minute, for God's sake. You know, you know, the Cowboys just cannot catch a goddamn break when it comes to this fucking injury problem. That's been a problem for over 10 years. I mean, that's probably been a problem since the day, since the, since the time of dawn when the Dallas Cowboys arrived back in 1960. Jesus. You know, and, and honestly, I, I don't think it's a big deal that Mike McCarthy won't play because the bright side to that would be at least there won't be any stupid decision-making and mismanagement of the clock. Now, as far as the head coaching duties go, I have it on good authority that the Dallas Cowboys have named... Dan Quinn to be the interim head coach this week. And that has a lot of people upset because, of course, when everybody wants to think of Dan Quinn as a head coach, they think of the 28-3 blow, okay? And, of course, the fact that he was 0-5 and he was fired from Atlanta. His record with the Falcons is 43-42. and But you know what? That, ladies and gentlemen, is in the past, okay? Let's stop worrying about Dan Quinn's past. Let's see what he can do with the Dallas Cowboys, okay? And the fact is, I've basically given up on the team so far. And yes, I will admit it. I mean, I've said it before. I'm not going to go back on my word now. I mean, yeah, everybody's going to disagree with me saying I'm overreacting. But based on how things are going, it's hard for me to have faith in my Cowboys moving forward. I mean, the Washington football team is on a three-game winning streak, for God's sake. And we have a next week. 
So, you know, the next three games for the Cowboys are on the road. On the road, okay? So things are just difficult. It's going to be a long November, uh, excuse me, a long December, mind you. You know, it's just hard to have faith, okay? It really is. And I want to have faith. I love my Cowboys. But with the shit going on right now, this, it's too much. It's too much drama. It's too much bullshit, for God's sake. But nonetheless, we have to get ready for this this Thursday. Now, first things first, the New Orleans Saints announced that Taysom Hill has been taking first-team reps at practice while Trevor Simeon has been relegated to second-team reps. That means that there's a good chance, and I'm going to say very likely, that Trevor Simeon will not be starting for the New Orleans Saints this week against the Dallas Cowboys. It'll be Taysom Hill. Tre- uh, Trevor Simeon, 0-4 as a starter for the Saints. He did win the game when he took over for Jameis Winston, who went down with a torn ACL. I believe Taysom Hill would have been the starter, but Taysom Hill was injured during that time. As a matter of fact, Taysom Hill, I think, has been struggling with injuries since week 5. Ranging from a concussion to, a, I think it was a foot injury as well. Although Taysom Hill has been practicing this week. Quite frankly, I don't think it matters. The Saints' offense may be terrible. Well, at least it was, but this week... Okay, I've already, I've already seen it. Mark Ingram has been a full participant at practice. Alvin Kamara has been limited, but Alvin Kamara is very likely to play. So that's two good running backs the Cowboys' rush defense has to go against. And the Cowboys' rushing defense has regressed and regressed and regressed. Okay? I hate to say that, but it is true. And God knows, you know, Taysom Hill, who can throw, he can catch, he can run. I mean, God knows how much, uh, God knows the fact that he can wreak havoc on us. So this Cowboys' defense better be ready for anything, for God's sake. Now, from what I understand, Demarcus Lawrence is likely to come back this week. Randy Gregory is making progress, and rumor has it that Randy Gregory and Neville Gallimore will be good to go next week when the Cowboys travel to the nation's capital to take on the Washington football team. Again, folks, I am not getting my hopes up on anything because at this point, I'm just like, I'm just going to sit back and say, all right, whatever. If the team continues to lose, I guess the best thing to think about is the draft pick, right? Take a deep breath. I really need to calm down, don't I? <laughs> but I, I'm, I'm sorry, folks. I mean, I, I, I don't know what to tell you. You know, what is it that everybody wants me to say? I mean, I can't remain optimist. It, it's just not right. It, it, that's just not the way to go. So, but from what I understand, CeeDee Lamb will, will play. And that's good. As far as the defense goes, uh, yeah, as far as Randy Gregory goes, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty certain that, you know, that's going to be pushed to next week. I'm uh, trying to see if I can get some inf- information right now. CBS Sports basically has uh, him, uh, well, I'm not sure. I mean, most of these sources are still there. This one, that Neville Gallimore designated to return from IR. And that Demarcus Lawrence is on track to play against the Saints. I mean, we're hopefully uh, Demarcus Lawrence can uh, really get some good uh, results for us this week. Hopefully get a couple of sacks. Well, it says here that Gallimore is on track to actually make his 2021 debut next week against the Washington football team. And hopefully we'll have Randy Gregory back for that game too. So if we could have Gallimore, Lawrence, and Randy Gregory back with a defensive line, that would be huge. I mean, that would be the gay to get to, you know, to make Tyler Heineke as uncomfortable as possible. 
and you know, as far as I know, the New Orleans Saints allow an average of 23 points per game. So the Cowboys are going to have to score a lot of points to win this game. So, so as far as Gallimore goes and Gregory, uh, Gregory very likely return next week and hopefully Gallimore too. So, I guess having the idea of Gallimore, Lawrence, and Gregory back for the Washington football team game, well, that's definitely going to be something to look forward to. I mean, the Cowboys are in it will be in December and it's been a disappointing November. <laughs> And as far as Amari Cooper goes, like I said, you know, I really don't think that he's going to play this week. So, I mean, pulling it up right now, you know, look at that. It basically, like I said, according to NBC Sports, Amari Cooper, uh, quote, not feeling the best, unquote, may not practice Tuesday. Hmm. Well, he's, according to Michael uh, Gelkin, Amari Cooper remains in the COVID protocol. And this was an hour ago. He did not participate in walkthroughs today and he's yet to be activated. So the team will travel to New Orleans tomorrow. So if he doesn't practice tomorrow, he's out. But I think at this point, if he hasn't practiced this week, I think Amari Cooper is very likely not to play. So it's going to be up to C.D. Lamb. And C. Lamb going to get heavily marked. I mean, the, the Saints defense is actually pretty, is pretty decent. So... Yeah, but really, I'm like, I really don't know how the hell we're going to be, be able to beat the Saints. I mean, I, I hate to offend all of you, but uh, I'm just saying. I, 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 don't, I, I don't know how we can do it because, you know, of all the problems that we, that we have going on. So, so let's take a look at the Saints' uh, defense, honestly. Well, let's start off by the offense. Well, to, uh, speaking of total offense, somehow, miraculously, the Cowboys are still number one in the league in total offense uh, so far this season, with a total of 4,618. I should mention that last week, the Cowboys' defense allowed, allowed over 500 yards of total offense. So that's really regressed the defense big time. So the Cowboys have four, a little over 4,600 yards of total offense, while New Orleans, on the other hand, is at 3,403. And that makes them one of the worst in the league. And that's offense, ladies and gentlemen. Now let's look at total yards per game. Dow's still on top, allow an average of close to 420 yards total, while the New Orleans Saints, 309. That puts them, I believe, about 27th in the league. Okay. Now we get to the passing offense. Dallas is at third, an average of 292, while New Orleans, 198. That's one of the worst as well. Last but not least, the rushing defense per game, allow, allowing the rushing yards per game. Dallas is at 128, while New Orleans, on the other hand, is a bit better on the rushing defense. New Orleans allows an average of 111.2. You know, and, and with our offensive line like that, I'm not sure you know what to expect. So now we get to the defense. The most important part right here. The defense. Let's see how many total yards has been allowed. The total defense of Dallas has allowed 4,065 total yards. That's actually not the worst. But New Orleans is at 3,781. The Saints defense is actually better than its offense. Okay. And yards per game, believe it or not, New Orleans is at 344 total yards per game, uh, allowing an average of 344 yards per game, total yards per game, 
while Dallas is at 370. And now we get specifically to the passing, okay? The passing game, Dallas has one of the worst, you know, 262.3, while New Orleans is a little bit ahead, 252 on average of passing yards per game. Now to the rushing. Yeah, like I said, Dallas has regressed big time. Dallas now averaging about 107.3 yards per game, rushing yards, while New Orleans, on the other hand, New Orleans actually has one of the best rushing defenses in the league. They allow an average of 92 yards total. So very interesting. <clears throat> so now I guess we get to the keys to victory for the Dallas Cowboys. And quite frankly, it sounds a little bit hypocritical on my end because, you know, I really don't know how the Cowboys can beat the Saints, but I still have a keys to victory. I mean, if I'm going to hope for the best and still, I mean, I'm, I'm still hoping the Cowboys can pull off this impossible. I really do. But number one is Dak Prescott and the passing game needs to be consistent. That's number one. Number two, the running game is going to have to wake the fuck up. If we have to rest Ezekiel Elliott, then do it. He's injured. He's been supposedly a bruised knee. If he has to be out for safety precautions, I have no problem with it. I say do it. Feed Tony Pollard because Tony Pollard has been getting held back. And damn it, that's enough. I will not stand for Tony Pollard being disrespected that way. Tony Pollard has, has proved his worth. Feed him the ball. Give it to him. Okay? Tony Pollard can do a good job if you give him a chance. And I believe that if, if Tony Pollard starts the game and Tony Pollard has over 100 yards rushing, maybe between 120 to 150 yards rushing, that would prove that maybe the offensive line is not the problem. Maybe the whole time Zeke Elliott has been the problem himself. These are theories, but we have to see what's going on. We have to see. So I say give Tony Pollard a chance, and then we'll see. So that's number two. So number one was passing game must be consistent. Number two, running game needs to wake the fuck up. Number three, defense needs to force turnovers, sack the quarterback, make stops, and keep doing it. Number four, stop with the fucking penalties, for God's sake. Penalties have killed us. I get it. Last week, some penalties were bullshit calls. But you know what? Blaming the refs just makes us look stupid. Okay? Those pass interferences on Anthony Brown were not bad calls. And that play where he didn't even bother turning around, that was embarrassing. So that's number four. Enough with the fucking penalties. Number five, play as a balanced team. That means offense does its job. Defense does its job. Special teams does its job. Okay? And then last but not least... Coaching staff needs to be alert. Kellen Moore needs to call the right plays because there's still questionable play calling from Kellen Moore because apparently there's still a little bit of Jason Garrett left in him. And God damn it, I thought that all of it would be taken care of by now. Kellen Moore needs to get the Jason Garrett mentality out of his head for good. It is not going to do him any good if it's still in him. And everybody was talking that Kellen Moore should be head coaching this game. Come on. No disrespect to Kellen Moore, but the reason why it should not be Kellen Moore because Kellen Moore does not have the experience. I figured the assistant head coach probably should take over because Dan Quinn actually does not call the plays from the sideline. He does it from the booth upstairs. Now, uh, Michael Gilkin of the Dallas Morning News actually uh, pointed out that he's concerned that if, they, if uh, Dan Quinn takes over the head coaching duties, that it will interfere with his play calling duties on the defense. Now, Michael definitely has a point. But knowing Dan Quinn that he's been doing this for a long time, I think Dan Quinn knows what he's doing. So you know what? 
I say, let's let Dan Quinn do what he's got to do. Now, even though I don't have much t faith in the Cowboys against this team, I'm going to take a... Now I'm really going to be called a hypocrite right here, but I'm going to put my trust on Dan Quinn. Okay? Let's see what the man's got. Because, you know, a lot of people were actually happy that Mike McCarthy wouldn't be playing because I mentioned earlier that there's a chance that maybe we won't see mismanagement of the clock and we won't, we won't see stupid decision-making on, on the head coaching staff. On the head coaching decisions, I should say. But the coaches need to do their jobs, okay? The fact is we're already going to be out with, without several coaches, okay? So everybody else needs to step in. The Cowboys, for them, this is make or break. If the Cowboys don't beat the Saints, then you know what? My thoughts for the, the season being over is even more justified. They can't even beat a, a, an average Saints team. The fact is we're playing, a, we're playing against them in New Orleans. That makes us the underdogs, okay? And the fact that how deep our, our defense has been average, our, our offense is, you know, has a regress big time, okay? With all the injuries and all the bullshit drama we're dealing with, the Saints have an advantage, okay? The Saints have an advantage, let's be honest. So there we go. All these cases of victory, and this is where I'm in serious mode right here. I may have given up on the team somehow, but you know what? Maybe, maybe, just maybe... St I still have a little bit of faith in them. If I'm still going to come up with unique keys to victories, I guess that I'm underestimating myself. Okay? I'm just at the point, folks, where I'm not getting my hopes up anymore because I'm tired of just being in denial. Of, uh, of, of living in denial. I'm tired of everybody else being in denial. The Cowboys are not a good team. They are not a good team. Okay? It's time for them to step up and prove that they are contenders in the, in, in, for the Super Bowl. Okay, because from the looks of it right now, they might miss the playoffs. If they if they go to the playoffs, it's going to be a sneak in, which means they could get their ass kicked in the first round. That is just another waste of a season, but it's in more humiliating fashion based on how this season actually started out good, even though we were beating up on bad teams the whole time. The Cowboys have to get it done, but unfortunately, I'm just not thinking that that's going to happen. Unfortunately, I think the Saints are going to win. I want the Cowboys to prove me wrong. I do. And I know that everybody's pissed off at me right now. I know that Cowboys Nation probably wants me dead right now for saying the fact that I think the Saints are going to win. I'm sorry, but look at everything that's been going on with the Cowboys lately. Everything going on. I mean, there's no excuses at this point. What do you want me to say? So if the Cowboys do win, I will get on my show and I'll be eating my own words and I'll admit it. Okay? But the bottom line is, the fact is, if I'm firing up the Cowboys, then fine. But I, right now, I have the Saints winning. I'm sorry. With everything going on, but all, all the miscues like that, I don't know. And I don't know if, if, if the return of DeMarcus Lawrence is going to make a difference. I don't know if Amari Cooper, if somehow he miraculously returns, if that's going to make a difference. The Because, again, with the Marcus Amari Cooper, the passing game is inconsistent. And the offensive line is average. Okay? A lot of miscues, so it's hard to have faith right now. It really is. No matter what, I'm a Cowboys fan, but you look, you know what? I'm just not going to say the whole week, oh, we'll be okay this week. Because right now, the situation is not okay. It is not okay. I mean, I'm sorry, but that's just the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. The Cowboys have problems. The Cowboys are not a good team. So, it's do or die now. It's make or break. If you don't beat the Saints, then the Cowboys are basically regressed to being a joke. The Cowboys, it's up to them to avoid, to, to not let that happen. Take care of business against the Saints. Prove me wrong, America's team. Prove me wrong. Make me eat my words. I want you. I'm begging you. I am on my knees, kissing your feet, begging you to prove me wrong. Prove the critics wrong. Okay? Just prove me wrong, for God's sake. I beg you, Dallas Cowboys. Make me eat my words so much that I am sick to my stomach for days and days and days.
Okay? Prove me wrong. Ladies and gentlemen, Cowboys Talk is available to you on all streaming platforms, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and YouTube. Thank you all very, very much for joining me this evening, and I will see you all next time.